As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told. So I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Hey everybody, it's your friendly podcast host of the Athletic Hockey Show, the Tuesday American Edition, joined by my best friend in the whole wide world, Sean Gentili. Is Jeff going to cut out that sigh at the start? I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. This is a world-weary man that I'm speaking to right now. Oh my goodness. Uh, How are you? I'm Craig Gustins, by the way, everybody. In case you were yeah. wondering, in, ca- in case why you Max forgot, Baltman isn't hosting the show, or Jeremy Rutherford, or whoever, um, Max, 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 and Jeremy, Max, Max, and Jeremy, they did a great job. They really like uh, it's their show. Uh, occasionally, I I return. That's I mean that's how we should frame this. My name's not, not on the puck on, on the logo. Hold on. It, what? It's not their show, buddy. This show is mine. Oh, it's the show. Hey, everybody. Can we start over, Jack? <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sean Gentilly Show. I'm your host, Craig Custance. Why are we not on the uh, cover art? It's a valid question. I think the cover art was made before we existed, and nobody has updated it. It should just be pictures of our faces. Not not, not our names, not anybody else's. Just, just our faces. you and me. I, I agree. Um, we have a great show 
we, we like legit good show today. We have Trevor Zegers, the man of the moment in hockey, who single handedly is ruining the sport. I'm uh, like Disgusting. I'm just upset about it. I think. Disgusting. Um, I, Trevor, like he's 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 come in, turned the world upside down. Way too many highlights and sticks and stands, like throwing, like terrible for the game. I'm excited to Trevor, talk to Trevor owes me a television set. I was so mad on Friday night when I saw his <laughs> act of disrespect. <laughs> we play a hard game. We play a hard game, Craig. Do we? I just don't. I, don't. I just don't like. No, not me. <laughs> I. What were you like as a as a youth as like a youth sports athlete? Oh, soft. Um, See, I wasn't. I wasn't soft. I was not skilled. But I wasn't I was soft. Fairly skilled. I, I, um, great teammate. He's great in the room. Um, I got the job done, but like, like I was, um, yeah, I didn't have, like I played football for a long time and didn't have whatever that aggressive gene you need to like want to rip people's heads off. But I also like am super competitive. You're such a mean guy. I know. This is hard to believe. But I'm very competitive. So like I, like I was okay and I was good and I could, I had good ball skills, but like I could never be the guy that, like I wasn't cleaning up people, I would say. Well, point of fact is we're going to take, take Trevor to task here. He needs to learn a thing. He needs to learn a thing or two about respect. Um, like, of course. So, so John Tortorella goes on ESPN says it's, uh, what did he say, John? Like he, he didn't like it back in his day. That would have been a little quick, little quick, little recap of what he said here for all six people who haven't, who haven't heard it yet. Um, I'm not trying to be a fool here. Well, actually, my position though is, is it good for the game? I hear Ray, like all the kids are doing it in practice. He's talking about Ray Ferraro and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not so sure. I'm not trying to be a fool here. And he was very measured and calm when he said this for whatever that's worth. Yeah. I'm just not so sure it's great for the game. If you did that back in the 2000s, late 90s, you'd get your head taken off. It's cool. It's cool to watch and all that, but I'm not so sure it's good for the game. And I stand by that. All right. Um, can I, I've got some questions. Do we believe John? I don't think John would ever do TV, but I'm going to throw that out there. Do we really believe he believes that, like wholeheartedly, or, or do you think he was just trying to engage in some some good old television debate? Do you think Torts is ever going to say something he doesn't mean on yeah. television? Okay, I'm just trying to give him an out here. I love John. I, just for the record, in, in fairness, like, well, here's what we should say about that, though, like. There was some kabuki theater at play whenever he was doing his act during like the peak era with the Rangers, I would yeah. say. And, I, and that's not a complaint. Like I was 25 or however old I was. That was like the first, it was truly was the first playoff series I ever covered was Caps Rangers in 2011 or 2012. Yeah. I, think it was, I believe it was 2011. And I was, first off, I was afraid like i i i i I just didn't know torts is like torts could easily be like he's like a don he's like i said it before like don granado seems like he could be one of my uncles and that goes for torts too like any hot any any like any like hockey coach with an italian last name i'm like yeah this could be my uncle this could be my uncle steve or something Mm -hmm. um but i felt the same way about torts and i also just like dropped right in the middle of a playoff series and i was like i don't want to end up on Sports Center getting yeah. getting getting ragdolled by Torts for asking a dumb question, but even back then, my vibe was like, "There's some ulterior motive at play here." I don't I don't know if he necessarily wants to take it I, like left to his devices. I don't know if he would have taken it to that 
degree every single night. So I guess whatever. Be that as it be that as it may, I don't think he was saying anything he didn't believe on TV on Friday night. All right, so he has to really believe that was bad for the game, and and I mean, I guess it's it's on brand, and and it's it's not it's not about the individual, it's about the team, and it's there's no you know, I, I'm trying to find a way to defend this. I don't know. It's here's it's here's the, here's it's, the here's the here's the here's the the way to defend it. John or Trevor. John, All right. or or at least like part of the dialogue surrounding John. Is he wrong about this? Yes. It's a dumb thing to say. The game was tied. If you want to do something about it, then do something about it. Like I can understand right. him being, I can understand him being mad if he was, if it was five one and there were uh, two and a half minutes left and whatever. This is this is a relevant run yeah, of play goal. Yeah, this wasn't like showboating. Yeah, no. He was trying to win the game. Like, isn't that what you want from players? Is to use their skill to win you hockey games? That's what doesn't make that. Is, that's what's that what bad. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Like, you would rather a guy like not go into the bag of tricks and get a safe regulation loss or re- like re- you know re- regulation win. Is, is that it? Is that the implication? And, and the other weird thing about, about what Tort said, maybe not weird, but there was some kind of implication there that in the 90s or 2000s, he would have gotten his head taken off, which is true. That is true. hundred percent. That's no implication. Imagine, imagine him doing that shit. Imagine Zegers trying to pull that against Chris Pronger. He'd have been concussed. Oh my gosh. Oh he, he'd, God. Have been, he'd have been killed. I almost want to have Chris on to ask, what would you react to? What would you do? We've tried to have him. I think we've like, we, we really should have him on. He'd, he'd be fine. He'd be I wouldn't, I wouldn't a, mind that. But like, that's not a good thing. It's not a good thing that Trevor Zegers would have been concussed if he tried that in 2003 by, you know, by whoever. Yeah, this is progress. That's progress. bad. That's bad. Yes. You shouldn't yes. you shouldn't wistfully look back on those times where players had to temper their skill in out of fear of being injured. Like that's not a good thing. It's good that we're past that right now. So that was the weirdest part of what Tort said to me. But like the defense is who Gives a shit what John Tortorella says. <laughs> I do. Hey, can I he's say something? T- he's doing TV. He's, you just he's said he wasn't. To- you just said he wasn't. You, were, you just said he's, he's. This is what he believes. Doesn't, there's a there's a collision where things where things someone believes are also good television and compelling TV. We had the entire league talking. We had, we had, we had or whatever a, a large portion of the sporting population talking about. A, Trevor Zegers, and then the dialogue surrounding Trevor Zegers mm-hmm. on a Friday night. Like, if you don't like what John Tortorella says, make fun of him and move on with your life. Joke about it, move on. I guarantee you it's not going to change Trevor Zegers' approach one iota. You just laugh at him and say, all right, that was a good, that, that was that was kind of a funny uh, in, inter, intermission segment. Let's move on with our lives. The amount of, like, outrage that's been directed at John Tortorella for days, days, like he said something that was beyond the pale or like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Who gives a shit? He's doing TV. You said he wasn't doing TV. Here's the thing about what John Tortorella said. If Trevor Zegers scores this goal or sets up this goal and 
John says, how, how confusing is that, by the way? Really? How many times have you said that Trevor Zegers scored this? I, me, it's yeah. like a hundred. I was like, yeah, it's a Zegers goal. Yeah, by the way, yeah, like, let's let's not forget the other, other side, but <laughs> whatever. That, that's true. That's very true. Um, if John doesn't say this, we're probably not talking about the goal. So, in his own weird way, he's give, he's elevated this goal in his, you know, by not liking the goal and, and expressing his 90s opinion or whatever. He has now elevated this goal to, an, like, he's he's given it another week's worth of juice. And also, like we're, not, we're probably, like, absolutely. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what? That's how the sausage gets made on ESPN. That's how the sausage gets made when you have, when you have some increased amount of national attention on your sport. This is what you deal with. This is, this this is, is the cost of being on ESPN. Not this cost. is the cost. This is the benefit. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, this is uh, this is the byproduct of, was of, it on being, PTI? On, of being on like, ESPN. Was, did, did they get like three extra shows out of it? The debate Pro- over maybe, jo- I bet maybe, you. maybe not. But this is this is what fans of every other sport have learned to deal with on a daily basis, whether it's football or hoops right, or whatever. There's right. good and there's bad. So that's why if you watch the NBA. And if you see LeBron James, you know, freak out at the end of the game like like he did a few weeks ago, you know, you got to deal with Skip Bayless talking shit for for a few days. That's the right. way it goes. If you right. want to, and that's what NBA fans do: they make fun of the dude, they laugh at it, they move on with their lives, they don't let it turn into some three day, you know, debate with moral inventory and all this stuff this this is high profile sports coverage in 2021 this is what you deal with there are there's debate there's people saying goofy shit you laugh at it and try to find a way to move on and you kind of grow up like whatever <laughs> so Trevor Zegers is joining the show Um, do we want to talk about your, oh, we'll get it, we'll get it in the third segment. Your scoop, your Snoop Dogg interview, Sean Gentilly. Well, I'm going to save that for the third segment because we've got a, a, yeah. a lot to talk about on that front. Uh, we are recording this. I'm in Chicago. It's, I don't know, 9.15 my time. You're in Pittsburgh. It's 10.15. At some mm-hmm. point, the USA Hockey has an announcement. We're going to assume it's Bill Guerin being named the GM so we can talk about it. So, Bill Guerin's going to take over. I, I'm starting to think like the point might be moot. Mm-hmm. Like we can't even get a game. I'm in Chicago. We can't get a Calgary Chicago game played. Um, we're not going to the Olympics, are we? Flames outbreak's not good. That's not good. It's big. It's getting bigger. Might continue getting bigger. I mean, you look at stuff that's happening in other sports. There's a there's NF there's a huge uptick in the NFL. You look at the Omicron numbers. I don't know, dude. The The big thing is that if you get sick in China, you're going to have to quarantine for three to five weeks if you're yeah. a player. Do you want to go that bad? I get want, wanting to play in the Olympics. I mean, I I don't know. At some point, it's, you're like, this is not the right thing to do. You have to make the right call here, in my opinion. I wonder, like, I mean, guys are going to go. I, I think that's sort of what it comes down to. I don't think there's going to be a team USA with no NHL players on it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the answer is. No, I just, I don't, it just doesn't seem realistic. Like the NHL doesn't want to go. Right. That's true. But that's been true for two years. Yeah. Three years, whatever. Like whenever that CBN was negotiated. It's, it's, it sucks the joy. Like 
we should be talking about Bill Guerin and what the team he's going to build and the wild and all this stuff. And I'm like, it almost feels like it's an exercise and like, what does this even look like? I, I don't know. To be honest, I'm weirdly compartmentalized on that to tell mm-hmm. you the truth. Like, I think this is just part of the risk that we've all made peace with living with on a day-to-day basis. And you're like, this might happen. This might not. Okay. Tomorrow might come. It might not. Might have an NHL season. We might not like going back for, you know, two and a half years. So like, I'll believe that it goes away when I see it is what I like, but the, the okay. arrow's pointing, the arrow's pointing down for sure. Yeah. But like, I don't know, man. I, I think, I think there's going to be a certain amount of NHL players that are like, we're going to go over there for two weeks. It's going to suck. It was always going to suck. Yeah. You're not going to interact all that much. You're going to be in your hotel room and at the rink and we're at like, these guys aren't going to go hang out in Beijing or, or, or yeah. anything. The Just problem go- is, you know what the problem is? Vegas. Oh yeah. That yeah. needs to be canceled. <laughs> That's true. Why why does it even exist? It's insane. We don't, we don't need to play that game. All right. So here here's what I'll say. And this and I'm not trying to draw any conclusions here. Okay. But I'm are start you? doing some light timeline work on the Calgary Flames. Guess where they played on December 5th? I'm gonna say Vegas. That's right. <laughs> What's, what does that even mean? So you just think if you go to Vegas, you get COVID? That's your conclusion? Dude, Vegas is like, they had a day off before that. Yeah. They were in Vegas the night before. Yeah. Like, maybe. <laughs> hey, look. This, is w- this is way too speculative. I, I think yeah. I was about to start getting in trouble. But but like but but seriously, like maybe, traveling. Maybe. No, let's go to maybe what? Hey, I was in Vegas in June, and it's, the sign said, "If you're not vaccinated, please wear a mask." And I, I, I'm going to assume everybody um, was following the rules. <laughs> yeah, one everybody, of, 100% vaccination rate at the casinos I was at. One of my moles was was in Vegas and saw one of the flames at. at at the uh, at the buffet at the Bellagio, and he he, he was underneath the sneeze guard. Yeah. Oh, clearly. that's what you're. That's your best buff- no, buffet. No, like travel, the, uh, dude. Travel is travel is yeah. Travel is dangerous again. So it's and yes, it you is. know. And I know Nothing. the NHL wants wants to make money off of the Vegas All Star Weekend. They're desperate for every red cent that they that they can put in the coffers. But like, that's what needs to go, not the Olympics. Speaking of money, and we alluded to the NHL not wanting to go, guess who's back, Sean? In a big way. Ladies and gentlemen, your commissioner, Gary Bettman. Boo! <laughs> oh, hello, hello, Craig. Good, uh, good, to see, good to see you again. Oh, my gosh. Was, 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 I just saw the flow of comments coming from... Uh, from was it the board of governors board of governors and he has not missed a beat garrett confident gary's back um and the, what was one quote Where, where'd you think you think i was going anywhere you think i'm going anywhere like I, don't, I think people were asking about retirement gary's not going anywhere anyone there's nothing wrong in arizona it's the jordan belfort speech from wolf of wall street <laughs> i'm not leaving i'm not leaving i'm not leaving so good yeah, I would, that that was that was classic, right? That was that was tour de force stuff from him. It really was. It was just like full on. Um, I mean, Arizona's a mess, and he just is not even going to acknowledge it. 
um, like we're so hardened by or, or, or whatever we want to say about Arizona Coyotes news that when the arena says they can no longer play here because they don't pay the rent, we all go, huh? Hi. No, it's never. just the I latest guess, chapter. I'm like, so- hey, that's kind of a big deal that a professional sports franchise, the keys don't work anymore to the rink. 17 months or 17 missed payments to the city of Glendale <laughs> or whatever it was. Miscommunication, Sean. Miscommunication. Not a miss. Yeah, I've, miss- had some, I've had some miscommunications like that in, in, in my time. Definitely, definitely not on purpose. <laughs> like I once went 17 months without paying a credit card in college. Yeah. Where they don't if if um Glendale is anything like the collection agency that was hounding me at yeah, Michigan for, State. For I don't wh- know how for you, whoever whoever ran the Best Buy credit card in, in nineteen ninety nine. Yes. Well they would give you a t shirt for signing up for credit cards, of course. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if they still do this predatory behavior. So you're a kid and you're eighteen and you sign up for the card, then you get it and then you buy a bunch of PlayStation games because mm-hmm. that's what one does. And then you get a bill that you can't pay. And so you don't. And then next thing you know, you're locked out of your rink. I think that's that was the timeline there. It, it is insane to me that, well, I, I sh- it is. It's one of those things where we're so used to it because it's been happening for 20 years at this point or whatever it is. Where you're just like, yeah, whatever. Like, but yeah. that was a big deal. Like that story it was, was... Well, that's, but that's like... That that's was like, like a, the, come on. That's like the, you know... That's like the, the the boiling frog analogy, where it's like you can put a frog in a pot of water, and if you raise the temperature by a little bit, it won't it, he won't know that he's that, that he's cooked by the end. That that's seems a, like that's that's a, that's a thing people say. Have you the never boiling heard that? frog? No. If you throw a frog in a pot of boiling water, it'll jump out. But but if you put him in a pot of cold water and slowly bring it to a boil, ah. he'll just sit there and cook. So like we're just, just sitting here going. You oh. just gradually lose your ability to realize these environmental you know important changes around you and that seems like that's what this is like like this is <laughs> where are they gonna play this year next year where houston do you think so i mean the thrashers the mighty thrash got moved to winnipeg for much less than this like there would mean like well yeah now, and i also but... will say that was denied every which way until it actually happened so, like, all these denials, uh, you know, if you, mean nothing because then we can wake up tomorrow and they're going to be like, yeah, we're moving to Houston and, and we just had to get the, our ducks in a row. I mean, it's, if there's – the, I mean, the big variable is that there's an ownership group that wants to keep them in Arizona. Yeah. To that's some true. extent. That didn't exist in Atlanta. There's at, at least all. a viable – like, if Marula wanted to sell them or move them already or sell them, he would sell them. Yeah. Like, there's got to be some part of that – goofball that wants that wants to keep the team <laughs> how do you what make his money sean in your over owner grievances casinos probably oh that's right great great that's guy you can add add him add him to mount rushmore we need to you know we need in, in the nhl oh god oh god yes <laughs> we need a. Uh, we need the we need the guy that we need a we need Martin Screlly to to be an NHL owner the guy that the guy that raised uh, raised pharmaceutical prices to oh. to, 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 to predatory levels and was thrown and was eventually thrown in jail for it. Was he the guy that did the EpiPens? Because my daughter yeah. has a. Yeah. There was a point where we were like, "This is going to cost a thousand dollars," so my daughter doesn't die of a cashew reaction. Mm-hmm. And, it, and they were like, 
they cost him a nickel to make. And I'm like, I, you know. Yeah. No, he should buy right. the he should buy the coyotes. One of the guys that jacks up the <laughs> price in of jail, insulin. Right? Is or that the epi- pharmaceutical bro? He's in jail. That's, that's pharma, bro. Yeah, we don't. That's a, this is the that's hottest story of 2017. We need to get in that. I think. Let's, but like, let's, I like. They're gonna end up playing somewhere random in Arizona next year. It's gonna happen. Why would Glendale want them back? They're 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 already they're already booking up they're already booking up stuff. Yeah. Events for next season. <laughs> They've been stiffed on payments by them for God, God knows how many times over 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 the last few years. Get lost. Go away. Go play <laughs> in the in the Phoenix Veterans Memorial Coliseum or whatever, someplace with great sight lines. Someplace with a drop ceiling and six thousand seats. <laughs> Convention center. The Scottsdale. Well, because like I, and, and, and everyone's doing the lists, right? Like our, yeah. our old buddy Craig Morgan did a did, did kind of a did a nice breakdown of like here's all the different places they can play. And if the NFL wants or if the NHL wants to eat shit for a few years and have a team play in a glorified community rink or stick them in the rink that Arizona State's building or whatever, which seems nice, but only holds five thousand people, then like that's what they're going to have to do. And then the big variable to all this. Is that there's no the Tempe Arena deal is not done yet. They're four or five <laughs> years away from they're like this isn't a one year rowboat. This is a four or five year process. You think Tempe's like, eh, is this a great idea to get involved with these folks? I think they're probably like, this is we're gonna make X amount of dollars off of forty one events a year. Yeah. It's an anchor tenant for an arena, you know. They're, they'd say thank you, thank you for the money. If, if they leave eventually, so be it. We'll just we'll just book more stuff. All right, let's go. Let's talk to Trevor Zegers. We'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer, if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Guess what, folks? Craig, Craig is not coming back. We had a quick line change here. Some work stuff came up for Craig. Tagged in Haley Salvian from the Monday show. She is going to do the Trevor Zegers interview with me. She may already have have done the Trevor Zegers interview with me. It's really good. It's coming up in a second. But she is also the person we should be talking to about the, what are we calling this? The league-wide COVID spike? What's happening? Things are bad in, things are bad in Calgary. You're in Calgary. What's going on? Yeah. The, and also, hello. Does this make me the, like, the second line center behind Craig? Uh, yeah. Craig's a so. 1C, right? I'm not a, I'm not a center. I know that. Craig is, I think. I'm a agitating I'm the 1B. winger. 
That's fine. So you're, a, you're, you're a solid. You're a solid two. The you're, luxury you're death a, piece. The third line mm, center that everyone's like, ooh, yeah, great. They could be a second line center somewhere else, but she's third line right now. I'm actually, I disagree there. I think you're like Mark Shifley, who's, uh, you, but, know, you know, everybody on earth wants him as a 2C. You win cups with Mark Shifley as, as, as your 2C. That's you. Nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's a warm welcome. Um, but yeah, the COVID situation, I don't know what to describe this as other than just like a really kind of overwhelming day where it's like, just keep refreshing your page um, mm-hmm. because more stuff is coming through. I think the flames were kind of the... And I was talking about this yesterday when the flames shut down and they shut down very quickly um, because they essentially went from zero positive cases on Saturday afternoon um, before their game against the Boston Bruins to three positive tests um, like midnight-ish, so like late Saturday, early Sunday. So it went from zero to three to seven in 24 hours and now they're up to 10. So it's been this really rapid, um, I guess, uh, outbreak with the Calgary Flames and they're testing daily and um, the team is going to be back right now on Thursday um, to play on Saturday. But we don't know. I think it's probably too early to say if that's going to actually be the plan, if something else is going to change. It's kind of just being monitored right now. Um, But I think... I was talking about this yesterday when it happened and I didn't want to, you know, sound an alarm, but I think yesterday was kind of the ominous sign of, of what's to maybe come. And lo and behold, after yesterday's, um, you know, announcement of the outbreak with the flames, you get a couple more players in Calgary test positive. You've got players in Carolina testing positive players in Boston, Brad, Mar- uh, Brad Marchand, you've got, um, Seth Jarvis, you've got Vancouver, um, Couple players in Edmonton too, and postponed you know, postponed game in Minnesota between the Wild and the Canes. And yeah, because of the are- Canes situation that's um, unfolding quite rapidly too. So it it kind of just went from zero to sixty almost with mm-hmm. with what's going on right now. And I mean, the Flames can't confirm if it's the new variant that takes more right. testing, but. You know, we know that this variant is kind of rapidly spreading through North America. And like I said, it kind of seems like maybe a sign of what's to come. We had the most um, daily tests in the NFL. There was NBA pauses. It's all kind of happening quite quickly again here. Um, yeah, I mean, it, this is all going as we're as we're talking and as yeah. we recorded the, inter- the interview with Trevor there too. Like more, more cases, more cases across sports. The Olympic discussion is at a nine out of 10 now. Yeah. And it's not going to stop. We're going to, we're going to be talking about this for the next two months, probably when, when it comes to wh- whether they should go, will they go, who goes? And who, what did McDavid say today? Um, it's unsettling the COVID protocol and what's happening yeah. right now. It's like un- unsettling. Yeah, no. I think you said I'd be unsettled by the prospect of spending five weeks in quarantine in China after, after, uh, yeah. after, after the Olympics, it's, it's bad. It's bad news. I guess what we, I guess the only thing, because we're, we're going to be talking. Point point is, we're going to be talking about this constantly for weeks. Yeah. So we so we, we don't need to tackle all of it now. But what what I will say, you know, before we get to Trevor, is that if there's a bright side of this, it's that the Flames didn't get stuck in Chicago yes. for for Christmas, and that's true of a lot of teams, and that's true of you know. I think that I think maybe that's 
hopefully that's something that's being considered now in terms of when to postpone these games and which games, which games to stop because you cannot have these guys crossing the border from Canada. And then we are well within the two week halo right now, where if, if, if they test positive, if those three flames would have tested positive in Chicago yesterday, Lucic and Hannafin and whoever else, they would have been stuck there for, for Christmas. So it's nice that that's not happening at least. Yeah, well, even all of them would have been stuck there because the team was set to fly out um, on Sunday. So there was three players who were... So Bradtree Living spoke today, and to his credit, he, like, broke down, Mm -hmm. like, timeline specifically of how this all happened. So they got tested on Saturday morning before the Bruins game. They didn't, or I guess it was Saturday afternoon because they knew they were flying on Sunday. So everyone got their PCR test Saturday afternoon. They got the test results that night. Three players had tested positive that night. And then on Sunday, they convened at the airport. They were going to fly. They all did the rapid antigen tests as well as a PCR test. And then I think just because they had the three players back at home, they, you know how quickly this thing spreads and the decision was made, like, let's not go wheels up. Like this could be bad because if we have more positive tests, like you said, the guys who test positive, once we lift off and get into the U S they are stuck here in a hotel in Chicago in Nashville. Um, cause they had the Chicago Nashville back to back. They would have had all these guys in the U S quarantining for 14 days. So yeah, they would have missed Christmas. They would have missed all this time with their families. Um, and so the decision was made, we're not going to go wheels up. They're going to postpone. Um, well, I, they were going to reschedule their flight once mm-hmm. they got more tests. They weren't going to postpone mm-hmm. at that point. But then they got the four more positive tests, which brought them up to seven within a 24-hour period. And it was like, nope. <laughs> so they would have had seven guys. And then these other three, if they would have been in Chicago or Nashville, like you would have had 10 people in your organization quarantining in the States <laughs> for two weeks. And it's, I think that's probably part of the consideration is the border Christmas. Like that could be a PA thing, right? Like players aren't going to want to be in there. I'm looking at, you know, look Milan Lucic in the face and say like, all right, dude, sorry, you're going to be in, you know, whatever, a Chicago hotel for Christmas. These are human beings. And he's got three kids. He's got a wife mm-hmm. and the, the health and wellness of their families is important here too, because all these guys, not all of them, but a lot of these guys like have girlfriends, wives, they have young kids. Um, and that's, I know tree, Brad tree living was like, that's the most important thing right now is, you know, cause someone had asked like, how do you manage the cap? Are you gonna have to move guys to LTIR? How are you going to call guys up? And, and he was like, you know what, we've got people who can do that. But like right now, the focus is on the health and safety of our players and their families, their kids, the people around them. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's, they're obviously monitoring the situation and I know this isn't the first COVID outbreak that we've had this season. Um, but I think this is probably the quickest one with like the quantity and how fast it happened, which is why Mm -hmm. in my, uh, my assumption, that is why the league doctors acted as quickly as they did. Cause everyone's like, well, the Sens didn't get paused and they didn't get paused. They had to play with, with nobody. It's like, well, yeah, it it was like one guy here, two guys this day, one yeah. guy this day. It wasn't 10 within 48 hours. Yeah, and it's different. Things are different now. Yeah. I mean, we don't need to go too much farther into this, but you got the no. Omicron thing and you got the you got the different border different border regulations. I mean, the considerations now are not what they were 6 weeks ago. So, yeah. 
This isn't going away. That's the underlying. It's not going away. We're going to keep talking about this for weeks. But if there's a bright spot, it's that, you know, hey, some of the flames didn't get didn't get stuck in Calgary. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to throw to our interview with Trevor Zegers again. He was he was fantastic. The dude's been doing media all day. I think he just got done talking to TNT. He's been on ESPN more than, you know, John Bujagras has over the last week or so. Uh, but man, it was it was more good stuff from him. He was he was a lot of fun. Ooh, we got a we got a big get this week. We got Trevor Zegers on the show, joining us from Anaheim. Uh, dude, I think you've been doing media all day. Do I have that on? Do I have that right? I heard you're doing TNT. I know you were doing the you were doing the the post practice scrum thing. I mean, that's just what life is like for you at this point, right? We're a, we're a we're, we're a week post goal. Like, is that yeah. is that just how things work now? Uh, I don't know. I think it's all good. I mean, yeah. it's one of those things where got a lot of people talking about it, so I'm happy to happy to throw my two cents in. Are you, are you, are you ready for that? It see it, it seems like you are. Like you're 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 embracing this, and I, I saw you with Bucci, and I saw you all over the place on this thing. It seems like, it seems like you're kind of two handing it. Like, is that, is that, is that part of the fun? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's just like, it doesn't really bother me. Like I don't mind doing the stuff. I don't mind interacting with, with, I guess uh, the other side of the hockey world. Um, so I think it's, it's all good. It's all fun. If we can just start, I mean, we'll just get this one right out of the way. I mean, you're talking about it all the time. Everyone wants to talk about it. The highlights everywhere is uh, your setup and Sonny Milano's goal. Uh, good for hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I mean, I got, a, I definitely got a lot of, uh, a lot of great texts from a lot of my buddies and family members. Um, definitely saw a bunch of videos of little kids trying it or, or I guess college guys or even some pro guys. Um, so I think it's just one of those things that's, that's fun. And, um, if they get people trying hockey or talking about hockey, I think it's, I think it's gotta be positive for the game. Do you have a top pick for the, uh, for the people who are recreating it? I heard Jake Evans try to do it at practice. A couple of days ago, I don't, I don't, I don't know if all that worked. Uh, I saw. I love like when the little kids do it. They get the puck like behind the net and they flip it over, or they whack it in, and then they all go celebrate in the corner. Um, my mom sent me a couple of those videos, and she loves them. So I definitely say those ones are my favorite. Was your mom watching Good Morning America? I heard you popped up there, man. That's so. like that's like breaking know. through. That's like breaking through to the next level. I didn't even know I was on. Well, it's Good Morning America until somebody told me today and they had just assumed that I know. So <laughs> I had no idea until like 10 minutes ago, which is pretty funny. I'm not totally sure if that's true. Like I saw people tweeting about it and I, I tried to track down footage of it, but we can just, we can just assume it is. So congrats yeah, to your aunt. That. That's true. Yep. It's con- confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He was on. All right. There, yeah, there you go, man. So ev- everybody's yeah. mom saw it and everybody's aunt saw it. You're, you're at that level of fame now. So congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that helps you, Trevor? I mean, the Ducks have been a pleasant surprise this season to people, at least on the outside. Do you think you scoring a goal like that and getting that national attention on the team specifically is just good to get the kind of style that the Ducks are playing right now out there Mm -hmm. and just like growing hockey in Southern California? Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people are, I guess, drawn to that goal in particular. Um, But in terms of the team aspect, I mean, we have guys doing some unbelievable stuff every night. I mean, like I said a hundred times, I think Troy Terry is one of my favorite players in the entire league to watch. And um, we got so many guys that do so many great things every night um, that hopefully maybe this goal in particular will 
I guess, inspire people to throw on the ducks and then see how many great players we have. Um, but I think that's just kind of the, tip of the iceberg for, for the kind of skill that we have on this team. And, and I mean, if I can go back just to your goal too, Trevor, do you still have a group chat going with your NTDP teammates? Like, what did that look like? You come off the ice, you know, Caulfield, Hughes, your, your buddies from NTDP, did they see yeah. it and just go crazy in the group chat? Uh, they just thought it was funny. They, they all texted me like laughing, like laughing emojis, like a lot of ha-has. Um, <laughs> I don't know, because they just know that that's always kind of something I've been doing. Um, whether I was at the program or college or whatever. Um, I feel like I was just always trying to do that, that extra move or that, that extra play. And, um, they all definitely thought it was, uh, I got a good laugh from it. Could any of them pull it off? Oh yeah. I bet a bunch of them could. <laughs> I just don't know if they, like, it's gotta be the perfect storm. Like I got pretty lucky. I got enough time behind the, uh, behind the net and had probably the, mo the, the most perfect guy in the whole league stand in front. So it's kind of the perfect storm. So when you flipped it and like redirected a little bit and just kind of like jutted out to the corner, is that, is that part of the, is that part of the strategy? Could you, cause could you kind of caught his attention and got, caught the D's attention and, and, and pulled him out and cleared up sunny a little bit more? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's funny. Like when, when it happened, I flipped it over and, um, that guy, I think it was Miller was kind of coming at me. And once I flipped it over, he cross checked me. So I didn't really see sunny score. So that's why, I guess the reaction was kind of put my hands on my head because I wasn't really sure how it went in until, until it kind of, I guess maybe he told me or I saw the replay. Um, but I don't know. I just think it was a uh, pretty cool. All right. So post post goal group text. Did, uh, did anybody notice what John Tortorella said? Oh, <laughs> post yeah. game? Did I, that, I, did, I that Sonny, did that come up? I think Sonny sent it to me, uh, <laughs> whenever it came out. Cause Sonny, Sonny played for him for five years. Yeah. And, but like, it's one of those things, man, where it's like Sonny had nothing great things to say about Torts. And I mean, I've never interacted with him, but I was a big Ranger fan growing up and obviously him being the coach of the Rangers, like yeah. I, I never had a problem with him. Like I actually really liked him. And, um, I don't know. It's just one of those things where that's Torts, man. Like he's always got his own opinion, whether, whether everyone else likes it or not, which I, I actually respect about him. And, um, I don't know. I mean, as long as the people are, I guess if it, he keeps stirring the pot, I don't know if that's what it was or he actually believed that. Um, but I guess, I guess it's good for the game that we have two sides to it. It can't just be all positive maybe, but, um, I don't know. I definitely loved it though. <laughs> I mean, a couple things about that too. Like it was the funniest part about it was that he gassed you up a little bit, right? He's like, he's, he's like, Oh, I know. He's like, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Whatever. And then he goes on to, on to, on to slag you. It was, it, was a, <laughs> it, was a, it was a weird, it was a weird way to go about it. Yeah. But, but all good. I mean, we had, we had days of debate about it afterwards right where you had a bunch of people that were coming to your defense i mean every everybody on twitter was like was dogging towards hard for it like rightfully yeah. so and, and and understandably so so it was this it was this weird thing where you know yeah he said what he said and it's towards and blah 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 but it kind of like added that next level of a next level of attention and honestly got a bunch of people who were like you know we were, who were like rally, rallying around you and in, in what yeah. you did. So I, I don't, I don't know if you caught any of that or if, if you had any thought on, on, on what it was like to see everybody be like, Holy shit, this was, this was awesome. We can't, we, we, we got to have more of this and, and less and less kind of uh smack talking over it. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely kind of saw a little bit here and there, but um, I mean, obviously I listened to the whole torts thing and 
Um, I heard, I heard some people on different, whether it was podcasts or interviews talking about it. Um, so, I mean, I just definitely think there was more positive that, that came out of it. And I think that might've been the only negative thing about the goal, I guess, but either way, I think obviously a lot of people ended up seeing it. And, um, like I said, I think a lot of people made little videos recreating it, which is, I guess, all you need, because I remember looking up to guys that played in the NHL and doing great, great stuff with the puck or doing cool things. And, um, to, I guess, be on the other side of it. And then I guess, inspire, I guess the next generation of hockey players to maybe think outside the box or be a little bit more creative. I think it's pretty special. Yeah. I mean, we talked to, we talked to Jack Hughes about this too. He mentioned, he mentioned Kane. You've, you've mentioned Kane in the past. It's wild because I'm 35, right? So I, I see people talking about growing up watching Patrick Kane and it just makes me feel like, you know, I'm going to head off to a, to a senior citizen home or, or something. It makes me feel ancient, but what about his game you know, have you tried to take and why do you think that he's connected so much with guys like you and Jack and guy, that like generation of, you know, um, American players that's kind of coming up behind him? Well, I mean, I think it just goes back to, I think he's just fun to watch. I think he, he makes plays that other people just can't make or don't see. I mean, I remember watching him the first time. I think he did the spinorama move and found somebody on the back door and I mean, ever since then, I, I mean, whether it's the stick handling videos through the, through the box or, I mean, he's done so much, so much great stuff for, I guess, inspiring the next generation. Um, I don't know. I was just always drawn to that style of play. And, um, I love that he was doing things that nobody had done before. Um, I guess, like I said, the spinoramas are all this great stuff. And, um, he always had a little bit of flair to him, whether it was the celebrations or him screaming showtime at the camera after he scored in overtime. Like I just, I thought it was just really cool. So Trevor, I think you have your first game against or in Chicago coming up in mid January. And then you've got a game at MSG later in the season um, back home for you. What do, what do those two games coming up in the calendar mean to you? I think they're both on the same road trip, um, oh, cool. which is at the end of the year, which I, I mean, it's definitely going to be pretty exciting. I think playing playing Kaner will be cool just because, I mean, without him, him even knowing he's done so much, I guess, for me in terms of, I guess, my passion for hockey. Um, but I think playing at MSG will also be really cool because I might have a whole section of people there <laughs> that I know and that I kind of grew up with. Um, and it's funny, my whole family is still big Ranger fans. They don't even they don't even cheer for the Ducks. They just <laughs> cheer for the Rangers, which I think is pretty good. I don't know if I'll have any duck sweaters from uh, from any other Zegerses. They might be wearing Ranger jerseys, which I think will be pretty funny. Are they just going to shamelessly be there in Rangers gear? Or could they put oh, your yeah. name on Death a Ranger sweater? Ranger. That might be weird, though. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Say, say Lafreniere or say Panera or something. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the, what's the the go-to jersey with the family? Are they are they going with, like, you said, you said Panarin? I, I thought maybe you'd see some, like... San Luis jerseys or like, yeah, or like, yeah, last, yeah, like last generation. Right. So yeah. Oh yeah. Gabrick, Nash, all those guys. That's funny. It's great. Are you guys going to catch, are you going to catch the, the devils on that, on that trip too? And I know you play oh, them in yeah. November. I think so. I think we'll play New Jersey. I think Jack said on, on this show, actually, yeah. front, they have the entire Hughes family on this podcast. I <laughs> haven't been a part of it, but I'm not invited to those <laughs> interviews. Uh, but I think Jack said that he was really excited to play against you like I that know. was the one he had circled like yeah. Quinn whatever I'll no, put, I see him all the time but Trevor <laughs> Jack didn't give a shit about playing about about playing Quinn at all he was like he was like he was like <laughs> I know I missed them they came they came to Anaheim uh in the beginning of the season 
obviously he was out with a shoulder injury, um, which, which was, which was pretty, pretty devastating because that would have been a, that would have been a, a cool game for both of us for sure. You got to just make it up again in March, right? Like you can, yeah, you guys exactly. can, you guys can go, you know, head to head. Oh, yeah. Is it going to, is it, is it going to be like a stick toss off or something? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, we'll just trade, we'll just trade sticks during the play. <laughs> <laughs> you stole that I mean, stole whatever but so he tossed the stick in OT you did it later like we can confirm that you did that after Jack Were you, was oh, it like yeah. a one up oh, on yeah. him I told him I was like that's the coolest celebration I've ever seen it was so, an unreal I thought it was funny that he threw it in the stands so I was like why not <laughs> <laughs> did you kind of say like next time I score an OT like I've got to do this I might have said that, but it was just one of those things here. The moment I was kind of by the glass, and I was just like, I think it'd be pretty funny. So, why not? Wait. So is he is he going to try the Michigan pass now? Is that is, it, is that <laughs> That would be cool. That would be funny if he did that versus us. That'd be cool. But <laughs> who knows? So we got the we got World Juniors coming up. I, I know you, I know you're still in touch with a lot of those dudes. I, I we wanted to get your get the scouting report, man. I, I like, we, we know that we know the big names, we know some of the big guns, but is there, is there anybody on that team and in that program who you're expecting to see that we can like look out for? Cause there's, there's nobody better to talk to you about the, uh, talk to about the US World juniors. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously I think we got the BU goalie Camesso. It's going to be awesome. Um, I mean, obviously we didn't see Thomas Bordalo last year because of COVID he was supposed to be on the team, but, uh, something, something happened with, with the COVID protocol. So, I mean, I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he kind of had a big tournament. Um, but I mean, I think Jake Sanderson's back. Like we're going to have some Luke Hughes going to be some guys that I think are going to have some great tournaments. In. And then I think hopefully Maddie Beneers can, can lead that team. Um, I think he's, what is he wearing the, the A at Michigan as a sophomore? So, I don't think there's anybody better to kind of lead the way in, in terms of, uh, in terms of leadership. Um, so, I mean, I'm excited to watch him play. Um, can't wait to get, can't wait to watch. Do we have to place bets here? Cause I'm the lone Canadian currently. I got, I know talking. it's weird. Cause I got all my U S guys and then I got McTavish <laughs> playing for Canada. Oh, a couple months while we were here. I know. <laughs> And we'll see. So it's, it's like, I want USA to win, but maybe McTavish have a hat trick. So four, three US. Yeah. Right. Are you still living with Drysdale in the hotel? I, I read, I read about that. Or did, did you guys, <laughs> did you guys, did you guys move out? Yeah. We moved out. We're out of there. How's, um, how's stuff going? How's, how's stuff going in California? Is it, has it been an adjustment? Like you're living it's, alone. It's and raining all today. First time in like three months. It's raining outside. So it's been pre- pretty gloom since we got back from the road trip, but no, nah, there's no complaints, man. This place is this place is legit heaven. It's like 80 degrees every day in December. So, have you been to Disney yet? No, I haven't. Uh, everyone went yesterday, though. I just couldn't do it. Oh man, I was in California <laughs> last week. I, I'm with the Flames, so I was there uh, last week or two weeks ago, and it was like cloudy and cold. But I I, yeah. I went to Disney by myself. It was fine. yeah, Disney. It's only like 20 <laughs> minutes too from there. I yeah, don't know why bad. I haven't gone. Yet. You should. Maybe one of these days. Get an ice cream. That's the thing that people do. The Mickey <laughs> Mouse shaped mountain. ice cream. Yeah. 
Exactly. Have you found any any burrito spots that you like more than Chipotle? I burrito? saw all this shit about you. Uh, I saw this all this stuff about about you, about you and Chipotle and having like your own. He's not. He's not gonna <laughs> pick something other than Chipotle. I if he's yeah, like, I can't go against Chipotle. <laughs> what are you doing? Doing? <laughs> all right, wait a second. I, I, I got the order here. They named something special after you at BU. Yeah, do you have your own Chipotle bowl? Yeah, I did. I did last year, yeah. Can you name the Trevor Zegers Ch- Chipotle bowl from the, the, the BU named after you? Can I name it? Yeah, what is it? Oh, yeah. I chicken, have it right in front of me here. Chicken, cheese, rice, corn. Uh, I think I put guac on there, but I don't go guac anymore. Um, chick, double chicken, uh, cheese, rice. Double chicken, cheese, rice, corn, guac, chips, lemonade. <laughs> Every time. Lemonade, baby. That's a oh, yeah. that's a that's a, that's a baller move. Is it a is it, is it a bowl or, or an actual or an actual burrito? It's a bowl. Oh yeah. Amazing. Guac is a guac, guac. is a strong. I don't move. do the guac anymore. Get the guac on the side now. Too much. <laughs> Too much. Too much, man. Too much. You don't want to go the like dollar fifty. I can't do it. I can't do you're, it. Make, <laughs> you're making that NHL. You're making that NHL money now, baby. You can uh, you can get chips. You can get guac. You can get whatever you want. Yeah. Get on the side. ELC, you got to wait for the extension. Yeah. Last question before I let you go, and then I know I know you're stacked up here and got some more stuff. Are you friends with Michael B. Jordan yet? <laughs> That's so funny. He, he hit me on the side after after the goal. Um, uh, did on he? Instagram, yeah. I uh, was he there? No, I don't. I don't. I, I doubt was he, he was in game? Buffalo watching the Ducks Buffalo game. No, I, like he like did he like DM'd you is what you mean? Yeah, like he DM'd me afterwards, or I DM'd him, and then we ended up exchanging uh, texts, which I thought was pretty awesome, just because I'm obviously I love watching movies, and he's kind of he's kind of the man That's when it comes real. to that stuff. Um, so that was definitely pretty cool. Was that the one that was like, oh yeah, holy shit? Oh, was yeah. he the moment? Yeah, well, I mean, it, I think I think our team picked up that he put it on his story or whatever. Um, so I just accept whatever exchange, whatever something small on the side, but still pretty cool that I guess he saw it and that he thought it was thought it was uh, I guess a cool goal. I guess we've got to try to see him in a Zegers jersey. <laughs> yeah, we'll send him one. I don't know if he's gonna wear it, but <laughs> that'd be sick. That's unreal. You got to send him the old Ducks jersey though. That's yeah, like oh your yeah. next. That's your. The that's orange your ne- one. The orange one is the best one we got going right. Yeah. That's your next. That's that's your next. Ta- the, your next task is is to try to get him to switch over to the to the duckhead full time. Let's make that happen. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Oh yeah, we're trying. That'd be sweet. All right, Trevor. Thank you so much. This was great. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yep. Same to you, man. Good luck with the rest of the season. Thank you. Oh, that was good stuff from Tre- Trevor. He's fun. I hope he. I hope I hope he keeps doing it. Having guys like that around is is only only good, whether it's on the ice or off. Right? He's a blast. Yeah, I mean, he's got so much confidence and like he's got the swagger to him. I mean, as a Canadian, seeing mm-hmm. him in the World Juniors last year when they won, uh, I was just like, man, this kid, this guy, don't like him. Obviously, we like him a lot. He's great. I think he's great for the game. Uh, I think the confidence that he has to do the goal that he had, but like if I watched a lot of the ducks cause they're fun this year and like, he's tried, I think he tried the Michigan in his first NHL game. He's tried it a few times. He's tried the between the legs goals. Like he's just got so much confidence and the skill to back it up. And I just think players like that um, with the personality and the media friendliness as well. Like he didn't care that he'd been talking to media people all day. Like that is so good for the game. And, just the game in general, the game in, in SoCal. I, I think Trevor Zegris is going to be one of the big ones to help market this game nationally and, and for the Ducks in, in hockey in Southern California. 
Shout out to Eric Stevens too. He gets to cover him every day and he's doing a really good job of being like the chronicler of Trevor Zegers' star mm-hmm. turn, right? Like he's written a lot about him, not not just the goal, everything, but everything that came before that, right? All the stuff he's tried, yeah. you know, his various kind of, kind of experiences. So yeah, follow Eric Stevens, follow Ducks coverage. I think you have as good of a reason now as you ever have. So yeah, thanks again to Trevor Zegers and uh, me and Craig will be back to finish up We've got listener questions. Craig cracked them back open. Best part of the show, of course. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Well, buddy, it's time for the only good segment of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Trademark that. The only good segment. It's capital T, capital O, Mm -hmm. capital G, capital S. It's when we go into the app Uh and we read listener comments, which I've had to, as I've said, I've had to figure out how to do it myself. I didn't know how to do it until a month ago or whatever. Um, You guys are great. You You leave so much good stuff. God bless you for jumping through the five necessary hoops to leave to, to leave comments. Did on. you want to break it down for anybody that would like to leave a comment for the next show to ask questions? Yeah. You, well, first up, you, you, <laughs> you get up from your chair, you do a 180 degree turn to the left, you bend over and touch your toes, uh-huh. sit down, close your eyes. Uh, eventually the- Is that necessary? Listen, yeah. It's uh, okay. not, nece- it, not just necessary. Necessary. It's mandatory. Okay. Listen section on the app, go to NHL, go to Athletic Hockey Show, mm-hmm. go to our episode page, and then you'll see a little thing where it says How do they comments. know if it's our episode or not to leave a comment? It's a good question. Pick one of the good ones. That's right. Hey. <laughs> if you see American Teams or Tuesday, if it's just a Tuesday episode, leave a comment on the Tuesday episode. Um. All right, I pulled some up, Sean. I'm going to – you guys had Dylan Larkin, one of my – what's my third son? My oldest. We sure and did. How was he? He was good. He's a, he's, a, he's a chiller, it seems like. Yeah. Pretty calm dude. But the stuff, the stuff he said, read it read well. Like, we published it as an interview. And it was one of those times – you know, sometimes you have a great you have a great interview or what seems like a great interview because of the guy's tone of voice or just the, the way. And then, then you then you look at it and you're like, ah, oh, this is kind of like empty calories. Yeah. Dylan was kind of the opposite where you're like, well, I don't know if that was necessarily good or not. Did I did did we do a good job? Mm. Like, is this is is this going to scan the right way? And I don't know how it was for listeners, but like as a as a printed interview, I thought it turned out pretty well. 
Um, Max carry Max carry that one because he needs known Dylan for a long time now. And yeah, yeah. Knew the knew the right buttons to push. Uh, Tynan E says, "Great episodes. Excited to hear the updated Olympic rosters soon." Mm-hmm. Are you doing that, Sean? We're still doing that. It's me, yeah. me, Pronman, and little Dom? brat Dom Domless Chishin, Yeah. Do we want to talk about Dom? Like just trashing you on other episodes? He didn't trash me. He basically, he basically got it right. So here's the way it goes. When, when we do the power rankings, we start them on Thursday. Dom wakes up to do his betting stuff and his, and his updating for the, for the bet lines for the day, oh, which right, is right. honestly very useful. And I have made money off it. Um, you don't but he say, does that. It's legal. You, you don't have to like, I know it's still, you know, I'm still not really, uh, I don't think I, I part, of does, part of me doesn't think any, any of us should be gambling on games that we cover, but that's another issue entirely. Um, no, we probably shouldn't. Um, my, so my, my like, stance on that is that like I don't gamble on games that I'm actually writing off of or could you do anything to move the line you Sean Gentilly no but I think I think Dom I think Dom can this is not a joke I I think I think uh, the stuff he puts out at the beginning of the day can can move lines absolutely so anyways he wakes up and does that and and then because it's that lines open at seven Eastern or whatever time it is so he wakes up and gets his action going and updates his thing and then fills out his fills out his rankings and then goes back to sleep. So, so pretty much every time, every time, every time I I go in there, whether it's in the afternoon or in the evening to fill this out, like there's already a set of rankings there for me. So like, yes, he does, he does beat me to it. So they are, they are, and that probably makes them like maybe a little bit more similar than they would otherwise be. Cause it's like, what am I supposed to do? Like I, I have, I have, I'm like, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is, this sounds fine. The ducks are 14. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. But that doesn't, that, Really, uh, we think about stuff in a pretty similar way. It does. It doesn't really change. I, I, I don't think we're ever going to have like a situation where I think a team is ten spots worse than than him. The point um, of the power ranks is not where the teams stand. It's not. It's about the shit we say to each other. Yeah, it's about I know. It, it, it. We know that. It's about we the all bits know go- that. Sean. I, I know, but like, I, it's it's just funny every week. It's like, oh. If you want, if you want the standing, if you want the standings, go look at the standings. I don't really care that the, that the Jets are twelfth versus fourteenth. It doesn't matter to me. Could you go a whole year and just do it as point percentage and see if anyone notices? Never reference it, but just do the I, I, I honestly, I honestly, thought, I honestly thought about doing that. Just yeah. like listed his standings for yeah, just, the whole time and, like, and see, oh, see if anybody notices anything. Um, Tynan writes. You should have Pavelski or Robertson as the guest sometime on our show. Two Americans playing together, off to a great start to the season. Should be Olympians if if, if they play. Um, we're trying uh, to figure I, out what to. We're we trying want, to figure. We were trying to get both. Like those are two. Those would be two great guests. I, I, you know, I've been dealing with Joe Pavelski for decades, and yeah. one of my favorites because Joe. Um, I feel like we've talked about him on this. Maybe we haven't. Mm-hmm. He's one of those people. He's just he, he will call you out on a bad question, like the best kind of interviews, right? Salty at times, honest. Um, you know, like they back in the going back to the Sharks heyday, like they had a couple of guys. Like Logan Couture was the same way. Like you weren't going to get a break. He wasn't going to bail you out. I like Joe. We should have him on. You put him on your Olympic team. Yeah, he's a lock. The center situation is not good. <laughs> We're trying to figure out what to do with what to do with Robertson right now. Mm-hmm. Um, without like giving all that much away, that's one. That's one of the big. It's one of the big outstanding questions we had because we've been working. 
you've had some calls and stuff about, yeah. about this. Um, but I will say the chemistry he has with Pavelski is undeniable. And if he makes yeah. it, it's going to have, it's going to have a lot to do with it. He's been great. Funny I thing. Think, funny thing about yeah. Robertson is that like, Speaking of Dom, Dom's model is like so, so high on Jason Robertson because he's never been bad. Like he, like he was productive and good from like the moment he started playing and there really hasn't been a lull. So yeah. like, is that, I, that's obviously good for him and it's good for the stars, but it also kind of like throws off, it throws off his numbers a little bit because he's been, he's played whatever 75 games however many games at this point and like none of them have been bad like most guys have had some yeah has whatever started slow and then that or whatever had like 20 games at the start of their career where they were just kind of whatever and that and that affects their rolling their rolling numbers that never happened with jason robertson so he's super productive and the numbers love him and yeah him playing with him playing with pavelsi is huge Jonathan M. writes, love the show. Definitely, definitely my favorite All-American podcast from The Athletic of the Week. I, I, that's really specific. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, There's hundreds of them at this point. <laughs> words to ban. This is, we're back to banning words. I've yeah, somewhere on my master that. list. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not necessarily for you, but can hockey media stop using schedule loss every third sentence? Mm, that, that is one that definitely has popped up more, I think, over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, I agree. I like the concept of it. Like, I, I think it's, I think it's a useful thing to potentially bring up from time to time, but like, I think it's over. Um, it's definitely overused. All right. You can't just say that like, not every schedule loss is like stuff that looks like a schedule loss isn't necessarily a schedule loss. Like you can't you just, just write like off the fact you can't just write off. Yeah. You can't just write off a team losing its third game and, six days or whatever, five days because it's a schedule loss. Like that's, that's lazy. Even though it's true sometimes. This was on our last, our last episode together that we did, uh, that we talked about the penguin sale and the Sean Thornton interview. Sean was great. That was fun. Um, somebody yeah, did awesome. you, which you transcribed if you haven't read it go read the transcription but someone was like that was the best promo for a book ever like every now anyone who writes a hockey book is going to want to because it really was we did pump up the book but it was really a good book it was there were some well, great anecdotes like all you got to do, do, do is have like kind of a one of a one of a kind career and be really charismatic and funny and then and then write a tell a book about it and also be good on the radio and you too can and have we'll, a promo you too can have a promo as good as Sean Thornton I'm sure there's lots of hockey players that could follow that around huh uh, I think we brought up at some point on that episode having some sort of NFT around us. Shane yeah. C says, I would buy an NFT artwork of Panarin throwing his glove at Marshawn, except replace Panarin with Sean and Marshawn with Craig. I'd buy that NFT. Do you think we could make millions off of that? Because we are trying to raise money to buy the Sabres. That's right. It's all coming back to me. Should we flip that, though? <laughs> wouldn't, I, wouldn't I be the... Wouldn't I, would, would, would I be Marshawn in this? Oh, I'm Panarin. Yes. Well, that, our, 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 our buddy in the comments said that I, that you were Marshawn, right? Yeah. Shane says, I would flip yeah. that. You're the Both. annoying, mm-hmm. like, old, old agi- brat. like, agitator that I'm the skill, high skill, like. Yeah. You know what, though? Your nose is bigger than mine. What's, okay. well, that maybe, maybe she was right. <laughs> Maybe that's why you said it in the first place. Maybe that's, that's probably question. that's. I'm sure he I was basic. I think I don't think either of us is is. Uh, <laughs> I think both of us are. Both of us are Marshawn. I was I was like we 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 both have schnozzes. I don't think 
I don't think we're short in that department. We'll see, writes. Let's all throw in 20 bucks to buy beer and the coyotes. <laughs> um, I, do you think that would do it? How many, if we have enough listeners to throw in $20? After beer, though, you got to buy the beer first in this scenario. There, we just had the fours valuations drop. What's there? They're like probably 400, 400 schmill. So that's coyotes? Like, yeah. So. Let me ask you this. before: um, If you had 400 million, would you buy the coyotes? Is there is there meat on that bone to like? Or is there so much like collateral damage? I don't want. I you can't keep them in Arizona. Like I, I what, what do you like? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. If you can move them to Houston or whatever, that's that's a no brainer. I'm saying to keep them, you 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 got to like just extend this. If I know nightmare. that if I know that there's an arena in Tempe coming, probably okay. If not, just buy the Sabers. Just buy the well. It's you can, it's going to cost you more than that. Uh, great yeah, that Craig is back. Thank you, Will. Third book I've bought from this podcast. Oh, they, so so Will must have bought the Sean Thornton book. Third one. <laughs> what other books? Did Wait, we, who else did we? Huh. Oh, maybe whenever we were talking to Jack Jack Hughes about um. Oh yeah, we had a we had book talk yeah, with bo- Jack Hughes. Book talk, book talk with Jack. <laughs> I think I mentioned playing through the whistle, which is a good. That's right. Good book. Any other uh, updates uh, on your book book talk with Jack Hughes? <laughs> uh, yeah, we 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 text about you know I'm rereading the Forever War, so I text him about it. He's mm-hmm. he's really into it. Quinn Hughes and I have exchanged texts um, mm-hmm. about the vibes about he, he gave about uh, how cooking. That's right. That's right. About steak cooking. and asparagus, and how how to do an interview when, when you don't want to. Edith R <laughs> writes. I followed the trail of cr- crumbs and found the comment section. Edith, yes, you made it. Edith. Welcome, Edith. Hello. <laughs> Past the the gumdrop forest. <laughs> <laughs> Gloopy's Gulch on the left. <laughs> Yay, me, Edith writes. I just wanted to say how much I enjoy your podcast. You guys have great chemistry. We have great chemistry, Sean. We do. That's yeah, undeniable. we've known each other for fun. <laughs> 15 years we should we should you keep me entertained while being informed i don't know about how informed mm. thanks for your hard, thanks for your hard work edith is making two. a lot of oh wow over oh, three <laughs> we edith, are we're we're dull dumb and lazy <laughs> edith, we're glad you made it to the comments section um and we're glad you like the show we do like our chemistry is okay <laughs> yeah it's fine it's fine um that's it without having to go back into further yeah I, we uh, i think me and maxi talked about them at some point too so about the other questions there were some there were some other ones we got to yeah um all right to wrap up i'm gonna we we've got some let me pull up the, can you talk while i pull up the show notes so i can plug some of our other podcasts and i'm also excited if we're able to pull it mm-hmm. off and figure it out my son wanted to do the outro music not typical outro music like just play you out with some He's got maybe a rap. You heard it, Sean. How would you describe mm-hmm. it? Really, future star in my mind. I, I was so impressed. We're, to, were you? I was. Uh, He's ten years old. Everybody. Oh my god! To, See, I, I remember. I remember meeting. I remember meeting Cassie, your wife, for the first time when she was pregnant with Cormac, and it was during the. It was mm-hmm. a, it was ahead of the twenty eleven Winter Classic. That's, yeah. Have we told that story? How we had to walk home from. I wasn't around for that. Do you know the story? 
I've heard, I've heard it. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's convoluted though. You guys got, you guys got lost and there's no cab and you had to walk home, right? That's right. This was pre-Uber and Cassie had to walk pregnant. Pre-Uber in Pittsburgh, one of the worst cab cities on the face of the earth, maybe at that point. somebody pulled over to offer us a ride and I was willing to take it and Cassie was not. She's like, I'm carrying your third child and we're not going to get in a random person's car. And Cassie as some, as... A woman for her entire life is is much more aware of dangers of that nature than you just being like, oh yeah, sure. But hear me out, we wouldn't have had to walk. That is true. Like, where where were you? Do you remember where you were coming from? What's what is it called? The South Side or what's? Mm-hmm. We were there. Like there was a long walk up a bridge or a ladder mm-hmm. or steps of some sort. Uh, Does yep, this check yep, out yep. at all? Yep. And again, she's like pregnant, pregnant. I was I wasn't feeling a thing. I was great, um, and we crossed a campus, maybe a, com- yeah, a, you're a football. You're in, like, you're in Duquesne's Duquesne's campus. That, it was Duquesne. Yes, we, um, yeah, we crossed. Like we were on a football field at some point, and finally mm-hmm. made it. We were of course staying at that Marriott, um, everyone stays, and it was one of the longest walks of my life. And I yeah. forgot, whoever we were with, we like have a lifelong bond. We were like we did it. It was like climbing Everest. Only you I guys, wasn't pregnant. You guys went across the hot metal bridge and cut through cut through the campus at Duquesne. Yeah. Cut through the campus. Um, make sure you're listening to the Roundtable with Rob Pizzo from CBC Sports, Sarah Sivian and Jesse Granger. They've got Tarek on. That's the Wednesday show. And Bill Guerin, already been named the GM of Team USA, as, as we speak here, is Mike Russo's guest on Straight From The Source. Also, we did the uh, but the bonus episode. Make sure you're subscribing to the Athletic Audio Plus on Apple Podcasts to get all the bonus content from our entire network. This week, it's Ian and Down Goes Brown in the Athletic Hockey Show doing extended bonus content. You get that. You get a 30-day trial on that for free, 99 cents after that. And lastly, as before Cormac plays us out, um, $3.99 a month if you go to theathletic.com slash hockey show to subscribe to The Athletic, to leave comments, and interact with Sean and I. Yeah, and what right. else did you ask for? Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing at all? Um, Bobby Ryan, I think, is next week's guest. By the way. I don't know if that's true. No, <laughs> it is true. Why wouldn't okay. it be true? Well, we Bobby, got a lot of great... We got... We got in, in fairness... Producer Jeff has lined up a bunch of great guests for us, and, I, and, I, and I was sort of—I was sort of—I mean, it was enough to make me lose track of the order here. Frankly, I believe Bobby Ryan is our guest. Either way, Bobby Ryan is slated to join us. Yes, our, our, he is uh, in the Athletic Hockey Show Hall of Fame. Yep, we're getting thumbs up from producer Jeff. It is Bobby Ryan. Bobby, who is got a new dog and kids running around, just—it's uh, like that will be the highlight. I, I've already petitioned to have him permanently be our guest in the second segment i don't know why he would agree to that but he could just be i mean i don't know he doesn't have that much going on (laughs) he really doesn't sean he he could be here every week and you and i can just alternate never have to talk to each other again that'd be great have a great week nothing wrong with that shout out to cormick this is great i'm just gonna (laughs) name like a bunch of like this is like uh Little white rappers. This is like Cormac is the next the next version of Jack Harlow or someone like that. Is that good? Industry, industry is Jack baby. Jack Harlow good? 
is he is he, he's clearly influenced by Jack Harlow. Would you say? I feel uh, depending on how much you guys regulate what 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 the kid listens to, I, I feel like I feel like that's probably part of it. Yeah. So we gave up with him. This is so mm-hmm. Calvin, our oldest, could only listen to Kids Bop until he was eighteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which Kids Bop is actually really funny. Um, I like Kids Bop. You never know what I words like, are gonna. I'm a I fan. like I like Kids Bop. Yeah, I, it's so Cormac, weird. It's super. We, I, I want to do a little segment on Kids Bop. Cormac, on the other hand, we we like because the older kids were listening to music. We just were like, I don't know, whatever. It's art. Mm-hmm. And so Cormac gets to listen to whatever he wants, much to the chagrin of the older kids. They're like, we had, Calvin's like, I had to listen to Kids Bop literally to like last week. And this is bullshit. Cormac can download anything Cormac's he listen, wants. Cormac's listening to like Industry Baby by, you know, Jack Harlow and uh, it, it's not Lil, Lil Nas X or something. I think that I think that's what like middle schoolers listen to at this point or how, how, however old he technically is. Middle yeah. school, he's 10 years old. He's not in middle school. That's is that it? I don't know. Is that, uh, is that I believe. When does middle school I, I mean, start? I can't say for sure. I don't know. Fifth grade? Uh, sixth. I mean, it's all different. Yeah, I guess just some middle schools that start in fifth. Not Either ours. way, man. I love the, I love the, I love the hustle from Cormac. I'm just like I said. I'm gonna keep throwing white rappers out there. There's Mac uh-huh. Miller vibes. Shout out, shout out to Malcolm. Do we want to talk about <laughs> your Mac Miller connection? Nah, nah. We can, we can let that one go. But he, he's right. a Pittsburgh. And your good friend Ariana Grande, like. Uh, we didn't we didn't get along too well after 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 the split <laughs> gotta pick a side uh, yeah Cormac uh, hi everyone <laughs> <laughs>